Donna and Daryl Barber. It is December the 25th, 2023, and we want to say Merry Christmas. Christmas. We are so thankful that you are joining us this day. This has been a um, labor of love to try to get this uh, podcast up and going for you, but uh, just today, we, you know, with this being Christmas Day, uh, first of all, it's uh, it's just an honor and a privilege to get to share Jesus. Happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday, Jesus, what we celebrate as Christmas and the birth of Christ. We, uh, we want to do something here today because it is Christmas, and we have been talking about, we thought it was pretty great how it landed because we've been talking about out of 1 Corinthians 12, just doing a recap over the year, and that is the power gifts, and we were talking about last week the gift of faith and miracles and healing and the power gifts, and I am just so thankful because we finished on Friday talking about the workings of miracles, and we're going to talk about the greatest miracle of all today. Uh, before we do, I just want to say that, yes, that, that recording came out on Friday, but it was pre-recorded. And after we had recorded that message, uh, we had a little bit of a, well, we had a big drama in our family uh, where one of our grandsons was in a car accident. And we shared with you last week that it works calls about the working of miracles right it talks about the word working there means an energy and the word miracles is a power so we're working together with him as an energy that flows through us into the power of the holy spirit being released in someone for that miracle to take place and like i said our grandson was was in an accident and our son and our daughter-in-law they both laid hands on him and i believe with every fiber of my being release that energy that we have we've been talking about for that miracle to take place and i don't have time to go into all the details but i'm telling you and even as i was talking with donnie our our son uh after that there and he, he said mom how does this happen i said it, it was absolute miracle of what took place so it's kind of neat. The Lord said, "Oh, you want to talk about miracles? Well, let me just let me just give you one in your family for the week." So well, I, I told Donna when Ethan had the accident and everything. I told her, I said, "This is a good time for us to practice what we're preaching." I said, "Because right now we need a miracle from from God." And when we got the information, of course, first thing we did start praying for him and mm-hmm. believing God. And we know Donnie and Lori were doing the same thing and anybody that knew about it. Yes. You know, well, that's just the family of God and the way, way it takes place. But he had a, a bad concussion. I talked to him today. Uh, no, yesterday it would be because we're doing Monday. I talked talk to him actually on Saturday <laughs> is when I talked to him. And uh, he seemed to be doing really good, but he had a bad concussion and had four compressed fractures in his back. Yes, and, uh, and Bruce lungs and just they uh, were thinking he was on, he was going to be there at least overnight, but maybe longer than that because they wasn't sure what all they were going to find. But I'm telling you about the grace of God. Yes, they ended and up the putting him in a back brace. They sent him home. They said it will heal on its own in time. So he's got a little road ahead of him. Well, but he I told surprised today, the doctors, but it didn't surprise us. Well, I told him today. I'm very thankful that he's alive and. And yes. Got a chance to be able to thank God for 
the life that was given him. Amen. And so, you know, I just think it's great that we're talking about miracles. And uh, even if this podcast today, we just have several things that we want to share about the greatest miracle of all. Yeah. And I want to ask you a question, Donna. Okay. Ask me. What does does Christmas mean to you? Oh, wow. Um, You know, we were discussing this before we turned the recording on and, and, the very first thing that really does come to my mind is miracle and how that in that, what we talk about being the first Christmas, the day that, that, that Christ was born, it's the day that God stepped into a human body and came in for, into the earth as all God and all man all at the same time. Yeah, and so that's how I, I picture that. And I know we talk about him coming as a babe, wrapped in swaddling clothes, and you know we all know the story of, of Christmas, and um, which we're going to talk about that today. But Christmas to me is not just a day; it's a season of celebration of the miracle-working power, like I said, of God to just be embodied into that human and come into the earth. All God, yet all man at the same time. Yeah, well, just think about disrobing himself of all glory and power and everything and taking on the seed of Abraham. Being called Emmanuel, God with us. What a powerful name. It's very powerful. And I want to take a few minutes, and we're going to do some reading today uh, concerning all this Christ child and the way all this came about hundreds of years before uh, Mary or Joseph or Jesus or anyone had ever been born. Isaiah gave a prophecy in Isaiah 9, 6 and 7 that said, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Mm-hmm. So this is where it starts coming about. And I mean, really, if we could go all the way back to Genesis about the seed of the woman would bruise the head of the serpent. You know, yes. we could go all the way back there to where the prophecies began. But these prophecies are powerful to me about seeing the miracle working power of God, how that a time like this, hundreds of years before, God could speak to his prophet Isaiah to set the stage for the coming of the Lord, Mm -hmm. because that's what it was. And then if we go on, uh, we'll read out of Luke 1, 26 through 35. Won't you read that one, Donna? All right. We start seeing this. We we, see it. Yeah, we start seeing this unfold. And even before you, I read that, you know, I was thinking about what you said there. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. He's a gift. Yes, he and, is. Uh, but yeah, let's look at that story. It comes to us and, and it says, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto the city of Galilee, named Nazareth, to a virgin, a spouse to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. 
And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shalt call his name Jesus. And he shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and we hadn't got powerful. time we hadn't got time to give all the backstory, but it's so exciting because Elizabeth got pregnant first with yes. John the Baptist. Mm -hmm. When Mary got this uh, angel of the Lord Gabriel come and bringing this to her and started sharing everything that was going to happen, it, it, she found out Elizabeth was pregnant already six months. So she headed down to Elizabeth's house. They got to talking about everything God had, <laughs> everything done. God had done. And in the middle of it, it says Elizabeth said John the Baptist leaped in her, <laughs> her My belly. My baby is leaping. Hearing the great news of Jesus coming because the awesome? gospel was yes. about to come on the scene. <laughs> I love that. And then we see, we go back to Luke now in chapter 2, and it says, And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius, the governor of Syria, and Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And I want you to just think about this. This is the Lamb of God. Mm -hmm. That's why he's laid in a manger. Yes, yes. And I, I, I was just thinking a lot, you know, as, as you're growing up, and of course we did this with our kids too, and we talked about the importance of understanding the mission and the plan of God in putting himself in, into that body and coming into the earth the way that he did. And a lot of people have never really understood it. Uh, we just accept it. And so I, I think about people trying to understand that this was a king that was placed in the earth because they needed to see the authority of who he was. But you think about that. Here is this young child lying there in that manger. And, and we, we all know that, you know, like I said a minute ago, he is the gift unto all mankind, in which that's what you know John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17 talks about. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but through that the world through him might be saved. So there was mission well, from the very beginning. This is the answer and fulfillment of what we just read in Isaiah. Yes. Because he said, For unto us a child is born, and a son is given. Is given. Yes. So God gave his Son. 
Yes. I, I can't be clearer than that. You know, when you see those uh, scriptures being fulfilled and everything that he did in that, it's just so powerful. It is. And I've had people ask me, well, you know, well, why, if you think it's all about the birth of Jesus, then why, why do you give gifts? And the thing we always said with our kids was, uh, even at the birth of, of Jesus, gifts were given. That's right. And it's, it's um, for us, it's just a, the same symbol. We, we give just like, you know, God gave and then was given unto baby Jesus, all of these, you know, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, all the things that were given unto him. And so that's what, you know, we want to teach our kids, that it is about the place of what has been given to you and then what you give back. Amen. Or give to other people. It's just, to me, it's just an example. Well, God so loved, he gave. He gave, yes, he so did. So we love each other, so we give. I want to read another scripture out of Galatians 4, 4 through 7. It says, But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father, or Papa God, wherefore thou art no more a servant but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. And that's the thing about it. What Jesus did in this is his, his birth and his coming was the culmination. It was the fulfillment of all the prophecies spoken from Genesis to Malachi. All of it, yes. The death, burial, and resurrection established this new covenant we're living in, bringing many sons to glory. He was the seed that was sown in the earth. The son mm-hmm. was planted and he brought forth all of us, all of his sons. I love that. And the New yes. Testament scriptures, when it's talking about his coming, it's making reference to what he did when he came in AD 70. I, I probably shouldn't even go into all this, oh my, but we don't it's the coming time. of the Lord. <laughs> we don't have time for all of When that. he brought judgment and destruction to Jerusalem in the temple in Matthew 24 and all those prophecies mm-hmm. about the coming of the Lord coming, you know, in the clouds with glory. Well, he came through Titus and the Roman army, and there's not one stone set upon another. Why am I saying this? Because this new covenant was established in Christ, and they were not moving on from the old Mosaic system. So the coming of the Lord that it speaks of in there, uh, <laughs> not necessarily in our future. No, it was in our past. That one was in because our he past said it, sure. he said after the prophecy. He said there will not be one stone left upon another. And then he said in verse 34, this generation will not pass to all these things be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a whole lot in, into you know all of that. And and we're I, I know we're going over today. This is a very special you know uh, podcast for us today to be able to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And so you started out this podcast asking me, what does, what does Christmas mean? So I'm going to reverse that now. So I'm going to ask you, what does Christmas mean to you? Well, it means, it means something that I've understood about the plan of God for this earth and for mankind. And it also lets me see the fulfillment of that plan. That's the only reason I went to that with all of that about AD 70 and all that because in that, I found out what my purpose is Mm -hmm. because I've become a son of God and God's gift of giving his son made all of us have the opportunity 
to become sons. It's almost like that saying goes, it's the gift that just keeps on giving. That's right. <laughs> and this Christmas, you know what? Make it a special time with your family and those that are around you. If you have some around you that don't know the Lord, show the love of God to them. Mm -hmm. Love tears Give down. Love. Give love. Love tears down every kind of bondage and every kind of uh, thing that would put hold on us. Yes. You know? It breaks all those things down and lets our hearts open up to the goodness of God. Amen. So we want you to focus on that today. Jesus is the gift that just keeps on giving. We thank you so much for tuning in with us. We will be back tomorrow. And um, who knows where else we're going to go tomorrow. Maybe talk a little bit more about miracles. But we're just so thankful that you tuned in with us today. Amen. You have a great Christmas. God bless you.